Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, and welcome to The Debrief from the Business of Fashion, where each week we go deep on our most popular BOF professional stories with the correspondents who created them. I'm Lauren Sherman. Superstar athletes have long influenced fashion, from American runner Florence Griffith Joyner's iconic acrylic nails to LeBron James's embrace of the Tom Brown short suit. In the past, sports stars cashed out on this influence by inking lucrative brand endorsements. Now, however, they're going further, launching their own labels in the hopes of maintaining more financial and creative control. BOF correspondent Daniel Yaw Miller is here with me today to discuss what's driving this trend. Welcome back to The Debrief, Dan. Thank you, Lauren. It's great to be back. So happy to have you. So in this piece, you talk about how the appetite for athlete-led brands is bigger than ever. But this is not a new thing. Can you give me a bit of the history on apparel companies led by athletes? For sure. Like you say, it's definitely not a a new phenomenon. I think one of the earliest examples which we touch on in the story was um, back in 1933 when French tennis champion René Lacoste founded his namesake label by designing white polo t-shirts, which bore the iconic crocodile logo that we now know today, which was a reference to his nickname at the time among press and his friends. And I think that's a really great early example of how a sports person's cultural cachet can really like drive excitement and sales for a clothing brand. So bringing this into the present, you talk a lot about Russell Westbrook in this piece and why he's a leading example of how how these brands operate today. I remember years ago when he did a Barney's collab. Can you talk about what has happened since then? Sure. And just to give some context on Russell Westbrook as well, I think when he first came into the NBA as a player, he really changed the game in terms of how athletes are perceived when they interact with fashion, for example, whether that's, you know, turning up to New York Fashion Week or the Met Gala wearing a Tom Brown skirt or expressing his love of different designers. I think Back in the day in the 80s and 90s, you had people like Dennis Rodman who were maybe wearing whatever they wanted, but never really shifted the needle in terms of how people perceived or accepted that kind of thing. But now Russell Westbrook has really changed the game in that sense. And his collaboration with Barney's was an interesting one because it was kind of his first step towards becoming a fully fledged designer himself. And he built a fashion line called Russell Westbrook XO, where he co-designed clothing and accessories with already established labels, including Public School, Jennifer Fisher, and Nike's Jordan brand as well. And he told me when we met up in Paris um, at his showroom that it was a really valuable experience getting him into the world of design and learning about how that fashion and retail aspect works. And, and he's now driving that into his own label. 
he is particular because he has a genuine interest in fashion and you know many celebrities who have connections to fashion brands don't really care about fashion etc cetera, etc cetera. but he could have potentially just been a fashion designer if he wasn't an incredibly talented basketball player but why do you think that so many of these athletes are going for these sorts of partnership brands instead of just doing an endorsement and getting a paycheck i think for athletes it provides a long-term stream of revenue most typical endorsement deals where a fashion label say engages an athlete on a long-term deal those kind of deals usually expire upon the retirement of the player but when done successfully for example in the case of russell westbrook or others a fashion brand can provide a revenue stream that long outlasts the playing career of an athlete and also the athlete run brands give their founders freedom that they could not experience in a typical endorsement deal which are typically very restrictive on the athlete in terms of what they can wear what they can say and how much they can actually input into the deals because it's mainly the company or the brand trying to get money and make profit off the association with this high profile player whereas with these brands the athletes can really pour their energy into whatever aspect of the brand they take an interest in for example Russell Westbrook takes great pride across the creative direction, the design and the marketing side of this brand, whereas others like to take on more commercial aspects of their brand, like distribution, for example. Yeah, it also just speaks to how entrepreneurial our culture has become. Here in the U.S., it's always been about that. But in the last, I'd say, decade or 15 years, it's just been really about owning the thing that you do and going direct to consumer that way. So that's an interesting element of it too, that it just kind of reflects what's happening in the broader culture business-wise. That's a really good point that athletes are able to put their values forward through their clothing and their businesses in that entrepreneurial sense. And I think many of the athlete-led brands we've seen spring up over the past few years have been for exactly that purpose. For example, Alison Felix, the American track star who left her sponsorship with Nike in 2019, then founded last year her own footwear and apparel label called Seish alongside her brother, Wes. And that is all about her support and her advocacy for maternity rights and support for black working mothers. And, and one of the brand's core policies now is their maternity returns policy, which when customers who are pregnant, their feet size change, they're able to come back to the brand and exchange their footwear for the correct fitting size free of charge. And I think these kind of brands, which really are for a specific purpose and they represent a specific community and go direct to consumer in that way are really finding success. There's also kind of a hybrid version of this. The best example of this could be something like the Michael Jordan relationship with Nike. Can you kind of break down what that arrangement is? And was that a precursor for these owned brands? Because it's not like Nike owns all of that, right? It's more than just an endorsement deal from what I know. Exactly. It's such a fascinating hybrid and definitely a unique case because many athletes have regular endorsement deals where a company releases a line bearing their name, which is effectively a licensing deal, like Stephen Curry's sneaker line with Under Armour. But the Jordan brand is a totally different proposition and certainly a unique case. So the brand, which is well known for creating the iconic Air Jordan sneaker line and other clothing carrying the Jumpman logo, is owned by Nike rather than wholly owned by Michael Jordan himself. But it differs from an own brand or endorsement deal because instead of getting a flat fee for the deal, Jordan gets a percentage of the Nike revenue that comes from 
the Air Jordan brand. And that is on top of the original base salary that he's paid yearly from the brand. And that deal has really led the way for athlete endorsements because it's helped propel Michael Jordan into superstardom and billionaire status, as well as helping Nike go from being kind of an underdog in the sportswear game in the 80s to now the undisputed sportswear leader of its time. And just to give an idea of the deal's one-of-a-kind value and status. Forbes estimated that Nike has paid Michael Jordan more than $1.3 billion since he first signed that deal with Nike in 1984. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. It's a fascinating case study. Super interesting case study. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of The Business of Fashion. When I first started writing BOF, it was out of pure passion for this industry and with an eye to how the disruptive forces of digitization, globalization, and consumer shifts would change the way fashion works. 15 years later, we are well on our way to helping to define the fashion business of the future. As I travel the world, some of you ask me, what's the best way to support BOF as we continue to act as your guide during these turbulent times? The best way to support BOF is to support our journalism by joining BOF Professional, the largest community of fashion professionals in the world. A BOF Professional membership gives you access to our agenda-setting insights and analysis, which you won't find anywhere else plus the opportunity to learn from our talented team of correspondents and editors, as well as our wider network of the fashion industry's leading creatives, thinkers, and futurists. Follow the link in the episode notes to learn more. So these newer versions of all this, the athlete-owned brands, they're not only appealing to the athletes, investors are getting involved too. Can you talk a bit about what kind of investors are interested in these projects and how much money are they putting into them? Definitely. Just last month in May, Seish Allison Felix's brand announced that it closed an $8 million Series A funding round that was actually led by Gap's Strategic Growth Fund just less than one year after Allison Felix had founded the brand, which I think speaks to the appetite investors has for these kind of brands at the moment. But also participating in that deal was a range of black founders and women-owned founders that Sage really campaigned to be part of that ownership of the brand. And again, that goes back to what we were speaking before about how athlete founders can take things they are caring about and their causes and really drive that through into their brands, whether that's at the design level or indeed on a funding level. 
We've talked a lot about why being a part owner in a brand that you're endorsing is a good thing for these athletes, but what are the downsides to this sort of arrangement? The thing is, endorsements will always be the easiest option for athletes. They can be arranged by their management, limited time commitments alongside their playing and travel commitments, and they're also quite lucrative. Also, athletes who want to start their own brands face the same challenges as any emerging designers who would be in the fashion industry, like juggling running a business alongside the output of producing the clothing and employing staff as an athlete alongside their athletic commitments, which can be a lot to handle from what I've heard from the athletes I've spoken to. And finally, I think the hardest thing for an athlete starting a brand is finding success in breaking out of that group of fans who follow the athlete. So getting different consumers who don't necessarily know the athlete or know that the brand is backed by this famous athlete to buy into the clothing, buy into the concept and kind of validate the brand on merit rather than because it's already owned by a famous person. I think that's the hardest aspect for an athlete-backed brand to achieve. Where do you see this all going? What do you think the next phase of this looks like? I think it's a really interesting time because many of these brands that we've spoken about today have been founded by athletes either midway through or towards the end of their careers. But I spoke to a specialist from Rock Nation, which is Jay-Z's culture and talent agency who represent various interesting up-and-coming young sports people. And they were telling me that a lot of the 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds that they're representing, they're already coming through their early stage of their professional career, but in the mindset that they have ambitions to run fully-fledged fashion businesses. And I think it shows how well that brands like Russell Westbrook's Honor the Gift or Alison Felix's Seish or Reink, which is run by four US women's soccer team players. I feel like it shows how well these brands have shifted the needle in terms of making it more acceptable and part of the normal day-to-day life of a sports player that younger players are coming through now and thinking, maybe I can one day run a fashion brand that kind of speaks to my values and can serve as a community in that way. Dan, it was so fun to chat with you about this. I look forward to seeing your future coverage. Thank you so much for having me again. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. You have been listening to The Debrief, produced and edited by Emma Clark, Kate Farton, and Eric Bria in the BOF studio. Big thanks to them. I'm Lauren Sherman, and I'll be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Thanks so much for joining us, and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. You can join BOF Professional today with an exclusive 25% discount on an annual membership covering key industry topics from sustainability to technology to marketing with access to our case studies, live events, and iOS app. To get this special offer and benefit from 25% off of a membership, head to the link in the episode show notes or enter the coupon code DEBRIEF at checkout. Visit businessoffashion.com memberships. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 